Welcome. Welcome to Podcast of the Seven Kingdoms for Game of Thrones Season 6, Episode 4, Book of the Stranger. Mm. Mm. So, uh, just before we get into it, uh, this is the best episode of the season so far for me. Clearly. Like, I agree. No, no not bullshit. Even, don't have to think about it. Like, <laughs> it's like at the end of the episode, I was like, this is the best episode of the season so far for me. I said it to myself exactly that way. Uh, just because for the first time this season, there were no character, arc, plot lines, or whatever that I felt like really didn't do anything or weren't purposeful or they're really not, get anything done. It seems like they're all going somewhere. Yeah, and they all either pay off in one way or another or actually go somewhere and pro- progress and give you more yeah. than uh, another thing more than you I'll get into this later but more than you usually get like they each thing gave you more progression in the story and stuff than they have been doing for quite a while actually yeah uh, but it starts off at Night's Watch it was like I was with this first thing I was surprised because they mm-hmm. always do the thing where characters like come really close to each other but don't yeah. actually meet I was yes. like I was like for sure that they just were gonna like somehow pass each other but no they just do the thing they like it's very your expectations that they, they set themselves yeah and then that's what I that's what I didn't I say last podcast that that's what I want and that's what I need like that. for them to subvert the things that they have made they is, listen is subverts in the first place <laughs> <laughs> they need to subvert their subversions like I don't know if I said that right. They've gone full circle back to being like a regular TV show. Yeah, how much of the tail can the snake, have its own tail can the snake eat? That's basically what this show is comprised of. Yeah. Hopefully they'll get it just right where at the end of the show it's eating its whole self. Its own head. Its own self. I don't know, is that, I guess that, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I'm not, uh, it depends on where you go with the metaphor, I guess. Well, I think at that point the snake's dead, so. Yeah, it just needs to be topped right. Anyways. All right, what are you more excited about? I'm going to ask you this. Mm-hmm. John and Sansa back together, or Tormund and Brienne getting together? Well, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that, because that's where I was going, Zach. So, Night's Watch. That's where we are. The <laughs> show starts off. We'll get into all that. Uh, and like you said, I had in my notes... Um, well, part of it is that it's also... Uh, Correcting some of the stuff we had last season with, or seasons general, with Sansa just being a downward spiral forever, yeah. she gets rewarded by getting freed from Ramsay, meeting Theon, well, meeting actual Theon instead of Reek again, yeah, and then uh, meeting up with Brienne, and then also meeting up with Jon Snow, like all in succession. Which also she doesn't just meet Jon; she also like motivates him. Yeah, this there's like a weird theme in this episode where there's three scenes where a sister motivates a brother into like doing big things because she does this Marjorie has that speech with Loris where she's like you can't give up we have to be strong we have to get out of here mm-hmm. and um Yara yeah, and Theon. Theon they have the whole thing where she's like alright well, well does she motivate him you know, it's more he motivates well, it's more. Her. it's not really motivation it's more like three scenes where like the sisters like, I get you, the yeah. one taking power and saying you know yeah. in the end we're gonna be like the heads of this thing yeah the one it's positions where the sister is in more of a place of power than the brother is. Yeah. Even though that's flipped from what we got most of the, those for just those characters really in seasons past. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, Sansa reunites with Jon Snow and like you said, that's the point where you think, oh, they're going to do an Arya, Sansa, Jon Snow brand thing where they like 
Like, Johnson, because you saw it coming, because Johnson was about to leave. Sansa's coming there. You just, like, see it in your head. Sansa's yeah. going to get there. Jon Snow just left. And then something You're stupid like, happens. Ooh, we just missed it. Just missed it. We made this story ourselves, but yeah, it's so close. Also, we're a bunch of guys who live here alone, and you're the only girl, so yeah. things aren't going to go well. Yeah, I mean, Brienne could take out most of them, but. Yeah, I mean, it's a numbers <laughs> game. But yeah, like you said, Tormin, uh, Tormin had it. If you notice, if you watch when they first come in, he's staring at her when yeah. they first come in. He, he's like, damn, that's a, that's a big woman. <laughs> That's my piece of pie. That's, my, <laughs> that's what I want right there. And I also I don't feel like she's into it at all. She's they're eating dinner and he's like eyeing her while he's eating that leg and uh, she's she like She she looked a little surprised or off put, but she didn't look like like gross. Well we'll see. <laughs> they're gonna be a power couple. So In the quite literal sense of the term power. I mean, yeah, they could the two of them could take out anybody. <laughs> like uh, most of an army, basically, so uh, I have a question for you regarding the Jon Snow guy, actually. Um, well, let's go over the that whole man thing. Bun. Let's go over the whole thing first, and then we'll do that. Um, you know, like you said, she motivates him to go get Bran because they find out. Well, no, Rickon. take take Winterfell back and get Rick Rick on because uh, Ramsey sends them that letter, uh, and also uh, Davos talks to uh, Melisandre about Stannis, which is like fucking like, why is he just now asking about this? Yeah, it's like, I'm surprised he just now learned, and also they get cut off right before he learns the really bad news about Shireen. Yeah. But it's just like, why? It's not like he, I mean, Jon Snow got killed and everything, but it's not like he didn't have ample time to ask these questions. There had been time in between her getting there and Jon died that he could have asked these, like, yeah. This is information that should have been, like, episode one of this season. He should know. He was, like, the viewer, and he was, like, distracted by what he what was going on. And he was like, yeah. Stannis? What? I don't remember that. That's only been my whole life's purpose. Not my life. You know, like, recently. The past ten years or whatever long he's been with Stannis. He's Probably. Like, he just now asked her what happened, and... And then he's like, about, and then when she says he, he lost, he, he takes it pretty well. Yeah, too. when he, he's, he's like, he lost, he's dead, it's over. He's like, he's what like, about Shireen? Like, snap. he just moves <laughs> on. He's just like, immediately, what about Shireen? Well, I guess there's not really much you can do about it. I mean, true, and he kind of expected them to lose, didn't he? Because he didn't want them to go fight right. the Bones, but still. And then Brienne gets her, like, fuck you guys moment and yeah, still, like, like, tell them, you know, all those things you hoped were going to come true? I ended all of it. I, at the end of season five, I had small hopes that, like, because they didn't show Stannis died. It was yeah. really weird. I was like, well, he's still going to be alive, right? Mm-hmm. And in these past three episodes, my hope of that has been diminishing, but still there. Well, Brian, Brian just crushed it. Yeah, that's she. She took away all the all the internet commenters about yeah. whether Stannis is still alive or not, which is fair because it was weird that they did it that way, but. Bizarre. We know that he's dead now. Brienne, there's really no way. There's no reason for Brienne to make that up or to like. It wouldn't make sense if it. If he wasn't. If he's not dead after she said that, then that would be completely on like the people who wrote the story. Like yeah, that'd be so weird. It wouldn't. It would. There's no reason. Uh, but yeah. Okay. Now. Now to my question. Uh, do you think? Because we were, you know, people and us weren't sure if when Jon Snow comes back if he's going to be affected. Like, you know, he's gonna be, like, less of himself, not be as smart, or... Or be, like, kind not, of evil, or whatever. Yeah, or be, like, more zombie fatherless, like, he speaks less, or something, or whatever. He's, uh. like... But, do you think they maybe did more of a subtle change and made it where... And it may just be from 
that event happening and not an actual like mental change really uh, more than normal and just that maybe he's just scared of dying again well that's one of the things I was going to bring up is I think that the change in him is he's just and he's in le- he's generally less confident than he was yeah is him he had a few I forget what they were but in the last episode he also had something where he I forget but he just didn't want to do something even though yeah. you know he could have done it and yeah. he has this where he's like man I don't know if we should be doing this like he seems he more, doesn't want to he's way more cautious about he things. doesn't want to stay with the night's watch he doesn't he wasn't he doesn't want to go take whatever he just wants to like stay on the sidelines and yeah. be safe he's like no I just want to go home and watch Netflix like <laughs> so watch some Game of Thrones you know, put pizza in the oven <laughs> eat some pizza rolls get that <laughs> but yeah that he's just like which is a better change really because then that's more interesting now I don't know if they're going to actually continue that path or they're just going to throw it away once they actually go to Winterfell. He's going to become a leader champion again. I mean, I'm going to assume he's probably just going to change back into well, a champion. Yeah, you assume that at some point he will. But, you know, whether they're going to keep playing with that idea. Yeah. Or really just something they kind of subconsciously threw out. And they didn't really plan to, like, keep it going as an actual thing. That's what you're saying. Uh, moving on to Marine. Um, Tyrion talks with the... Slave masters, wise masters, whatever they call. He makes some very unpopular decisions. Yeah, besides that, offers them to seven years to end slavery. Yeah. To um, Grey Worm and what's the girl's name? Who? Uh, the slave girl that works with Miss Sandy. Miss Sandy, yeah. It's too much like Melisandre. Uh, <laughs> Miss Sandy, and they're much to their uh, disagree. Yeah, Grey Worm and Miss Sandy, like this, like seven years is most of a lifetime for us. Well, yeah, and I mean, seven years is a long time in general. I think the slave masters could, like, work it out in, like, a year. I don't think they need seven years. I mean, but that's also, I mean, we've seen Tyrion do this kind of thing before where yeah. he has a plan. It's obvious. I mean, I don't think it's going to go out exactly the way he says it is. I feel like he's got some kind of... Do you think he has some type of backup plan or something? I mean, something like that. Or, or he has some hidden plan. That some he... hidden plan. But why would he tell Grey Worm and Masande about it, though? Don't know who you can trust. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't. I don't get that impression because the way he acts when they talk about it and everything, right. he gives off a, like a confidence. So maybe I mean if he's playing it that way, but I don't. I don't get that impression from just everything. But he at least knows what he's doing. He's not yeah. like it's making a decent, some asshole plan. It's a reasonable, and the whole idea of it is right. Probably just the seven years and the. That's really the biggest part of it. It's like he's a little too easy on him, but, but everything else like, is right. Is right. You know, to end the entire act of slavery. That is. I mean, it's all over that continent. It's oh. not just—it's not just in these four cities. So you're for slavery now, Seth. I mean, Zach, is wow. that what you're saying? You no, for slavery. Saying, no, take, I'm joking. I get what you're saying. Takes a minute to get rid of it. No, that's—they eh, have the power. They don't need okay. to give them seven years. They could give them two, three years, or something, or that's, one. Still four and a half. Um, <laughs> four and a half. Give us you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think what's going to happen with that is that. Uh, that plan that Tyrion has is gonna go south somehow in like a horrible way or whatever and then there's gonna be a split between him and Grey Worm and Masande and either it's you know something happens where it's not it's repaired because they have to or something and they get back together or uh, Daenerys shows up at the right time before they you know like she's like seven years what? tear each other apart or whatever but yeah I'm at a point where I just want everything Marine to I don't care if the plan falls apart or not. I don't care about slavery in that part of the world. They just need to pick up and... Move. Move. True. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll see. 
but we get kind of, you know, with Daenerys at the end, she has, she's like tripled her army size, so she can probably just do whatever she wants now. You would hope. I would, yeah. Uh, but then we also get King's Landing. We don't really need to go over that that much. It's uh, pretty basic, but yeah. the main point of it is that the Tyrells are going to come in and take uh, Marjorie and Lars back from the Sparrows. Yeah, oh, it's... Uh, I can see... I understand their plan, but I feel like there's definitely flaws in it. Which are? Like, well, there's a few things. If they just march their army in there... Then the high, the sparrows could easily just be like, okay, well, we're gonna kill these two, yeah. like no foul. Also, I mean, this kind of thing has happened before in the past, where an army comes into King's Landing, who is secretly defying the um, like ruling power there. Mm-hmm. It's like they could come in and just take the city for themselves and say, you know, Jamie, Cersei, you're out. Kevin, you're out. Uh, oh, you, you know, it's I'm a saying the Tyrells could do that. Yeah, well, I could see them doing that. I mean, uh, they're definitely sneakier than yeah. they like seem to be or whatever. Uh, yeah, I can see them do that. I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I can see that happening. That would make sense. They really have no... Do they even have that much of a need for the Lannisters anymore? No, yeah. I mean, and the Lannisters, the Lannisters don't have as much power to defend themselves either. The Lannisters so. don't have any money, and their army's pretty messed up. Yeah. The Tyrells are pretty untouched. So that will work. Uh... Then moving on to Winterfell, Ramsey. Just a quick one. We're pretty disappointed by this one. You're disappointed, really? I mean, because it, she died, yeah, or because she died. I liked yeah, her. But, uh, I liked her too, but they haven't used her for two seasons. I mean, at this point, I mean, it's better off she dies in a like decent scene than like they just continue to waste her. Could just kill her off screen. <laughs> okay. Not I mean, in front of my eyes. If they were just gonna kill her, what was the point of bringing her in the first place? Just oh, we found him. We killed this girl she was with. No, and I have a I have an argument about that, but I just liked the, I liked the reveal because I wasn't expecting it. It was kind of like a callback to season two, yeah. but she was doing the same thing. When you're like, oh shit, she's oh no. Yeah, like you, like you saw her going for the knife, and like I figured that Ramsey was gonna like figure it out or something, but you didn't know the part about him already being ready for yeah, it yeah and like knowing it Theon having told him and everything and him just and then them throwing off the thing that they set up before with her doing it to the other guard yeah uh, but and it, then and then he's like super dirty he just uses that knife to keep on cutting the apple well they don't know about germs or anything probably gonna eat no no not germs or anything they just just wipe it off it's gone it's good uh, it's like a pop second roll and his floor is just full of blood now but I'm sure it's just red it's everywhere. probably been used to that for a while his floor is just red it's just painted they just, just painted red so that it's fine it's like quarrels yeah quarrels with a room uh, but like you said they did kind of uh, seem it's another thing the Dorn and the Ramsey plot lines the Dorn one that seems like no matter what they do or what they bring into it it's always rushed and panicked and like nonsensical and just there's too much characters are wasted yeah. and like same thing with the Ramsey thing every time they bring a character into the Ramsey storyline the character just becomes his plaything. Like you know one of two things is gonna happen he's gonna kill them or he's gonna rape them weirdly <laughs> enslave them yeah and so every character that's bring into Ramsey he either like tortures them or he kills them or he rapes them or it's like we it's like there's nothing we don't get anything out of this it's like yeah. that's like the most rewarding scene for me with Ramsey in like forever 
Like, so, yeah, and that's, even though I like the scene, it's still the same thing. They, it's like they just brought her in to that storyline just so he could just do kill that. Her, yeah. And it, it makes no sense. Um, so, they need to really just in those to I kill mean, those people. Hopefully, at the end, by the end, it seems like things are going that way. Yeah. Uh, I'm moving on to the, the final big, big moment. The ending. We have to talk about like, the logistics of how that fire happened. The face, face death wreck. I think, uh, first of all, we have to talk about Dario and Jora and how, like, it, I feel like it would suck to be Jora in this moment mm-hmm. because his entire trip has been Dario talking about, like, Weird indie windows for having sex with Daenerys, and George yeah. is like, "Oh, that's cool." Like, well, he talked about the dragon thing. He's like, "I yeah, was like, you're ready to ride the dragon." Can't ride a dragon, man. It's like, what? What is that? What are you talking about? Ride the dragon? You you talking about the literal? You like, you can't use a metaphor when the person yeah. you're using the metaphor for actually has dragons. It doesn't like throws everything off. It's like you're not ready to ride the dog. Like, wait, what? Are you talking about my dog? Or are you talking about? Like, okay. <laughs> anyways. Uh, but yeah, uh, they get to the city. Well, Dario sees his grayscale, right? What'd you say? Didn't Dario notice that he has grayscale? Yeah, he's mm-hmm. like, all right. Well, that's another part because I wrote that down. Let me just go over this now because we now we've gone over most of it. Uh, what you were saying is true. I thought that too when I was watching it. Everything progressed more faster, and so the three like or four main things that I saw that was Sansa immediately meeting Jon Snow when you thought they were gonna leave. Jorah's skin thing, even though they've been playing with it for a while, being immediately like, I don't know, it's hard to explain, but it was feel it felt more immediate than usual. That it was immediately revealed to uh, Dario, and then they just moved on. They you think like, you think like the time it's gonna be revealed is when he starts like spreading it to other people or something like that? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why I assume. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and then the Jorah and. Uh, Dario immediately running into Daenerys also instead of I them, thought that like, was kind of weird like instead of them like going through the town and they're assassinating people and then Daenerys is somewhere else and they they'll they find her next like episode two minutes and they're like oh there she is <laughs> yeah they just they don't even we don't we, yeah they fight those two guys and then they immediately run into her like at that moment and then they wrap up that whole thing with her being there also it's yeah. like everything was done faster but uh which is good because that storyline was just it was it was alright, but it wasn't like nothing special for me. No. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but she has that meeting with um, the Dosh Killeen. The Dosh Killeen. And all the Carl Carls. Well, I mean, I guess it's separate cows. But Carl. Cows, 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 cows. Carls. Carltons. Carltons. Yeah, this is this is a pretty good scene. The best scene of the episode to me, just. Because she had been confident this entire time that they had her. Now, I don't know. She had this plan the whole time. I highly, she had I a reasonable it. confidence. I don't know. She does have a reasonable confidence, so maybe that was just it. I do like that but, scene, though, where she's talking to that one girl, the really young one, who was like, yeah, they took me at 12, mm-hmm. or they burned my village down at 12, and I had a baby at 13, and it was a girl, so they, they like, you know, broke be- beat ribs. the hell out of me and broke my ribs. Yeah. And now I'm 16 and my Carl died, so I get to live here from now on. And then they, Daenerys actually sees Jorah and Dario, and she's like, you two need to leave. I've got this handled. You just go back home. Well, yeah, all you guys have to do is put a wood plank in the door. Yeah, just lock the door for me. That's all you gotta do. Uh, 
And so, yeah, she lights, sets everybody on fire. And like you said, we had a talk when we were watching this part right, together. But she also, she has another kind of cool speech after that, before mm-hmm. that, where she's talking to the Carls. Yeah. And she's like, you know, you guys, tell me what it, what do you do here? It's like the boss talking to the employee. What do you do here? And she's like, you know, you take small villages and you rape and pillage, you know, all these tiny villages, but you don't really yeah. make a difference. You guys are doing like Jesse with this stuff. You, okay. you guys need to step up to... Isaiah methods. <laughs> so it's like, how about, you know, you all come under me, and then we do big things, and they're like, no. And then she's like, alright, well, you made me do this, and she lights the place up. Yeah, with, with fire that moves very fast. Yeah. Across. Most important part of the scene, how does that fire, how does that start? Has <laughs> it just engulf everything immediately. Yeah, like, she, like, knocks the thing over, and it spreads, like up steps super quick. I don't understand how it works. Um, well, it is a wood structure. but So that would speed up a lot of the process. I get that, but it has to get to the wood first. It was like yeah. on the floor. Maybe they had like hay on the floor. They have a lot of horses and stuff, so <laughs> I could see them having like just hay on the ground and all that to make the ground softer or something. I don't know. Does it's that like, make the ground softer? I, I thought she had like Jorah come in and douse it with gasoline before they... Do they have gasoline in. in this in this story? They have wildfire, which it's another form of gas. It's way more dangerous. <laughs> way more dangerous gasoline. Uh, come on, Zach, you're the maester. You don't know these things. Yeah, I've never seen them use anything like that. They have torches. I mean, I don't know how they make them work. I think they have oil. No way he's ever used it though. Until now. <laughs> Until now, until this, we go back, you see just Jorah in the background, just pouring off a little bit of gasoline. Alright, so with this scene, there is, I think, one thing that can be kind of talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, back in season one, when she was with Drogo, and she's talking to him, and he, he tells her about this, like, uh, prophecy or whatever about the Carl who out the world, or Stallion who out the world, and how there's going to be the Carl who unites all of the Kalasars. Mm-hmm. into one giant clan and basically bring all of the Dothraki together and take like all of Essos or whatever there's also all these other prophecies about like the prince who was promised and all this other stuff and it's always kind of been a big question of who will these people be and a lot of people get the idea that it's like it's all really just one person Daenerys well maybe it's like they say it's probably just one person but people are just misinterpreting the prophecy multiple ways mm. because there's also there's also John who fits um, maybe not those ones specifically but uh, Melisandre sitting here talking to him he's basically been Jesus back to life and she calls she uh, titles him the prince who's promised I think in this last episode yeah so it's like are they one thing or are they separate or are they gonna like I don't know I don't know what I'm going with it. I'm just... Couldn't join. I'm just spinning stuff out here. But well, what if they have a baby and that becomes the prince? Ooh. Game of Thrones does a time jump 16 years later when he's old enough to take take lead. <sighs> Jon Snow, Daenerys, power couple. Really? T- Tyrion could be their adoptive son. Exactly. <laughs> Song of Ice and Fire just fits, fits so well. Yeah, and Tyrion is and... I don't know. That's what I always say. Tyrion's the and. Cause or he, he could be the song. He could be the song because he talks a lot. Yeah, there we go. We figured it out. 
podcast over. We figured out the entire show. We should just stop recording. I'll just say the people have said all these things before, probably. No one has said that Tyrion is the song. I feel uh, very confident. <laughs> uh, people have said that Tyrion is going to be one of the three Rising Dragons and all that stuff, but um, you know what I mean. Uh, I think Jorah's going to ride a dragon. Oh, okay. It's in a great, in grayscale form. He's going to be like, Dario, I told you I could ride this thing. He'll, he'll, be, in, he'll be impervious to the fire because his grayscale will make exactly. him numb. Oh, where do you think that grayscale's going to go? I think he's just going to die from it and that's going to be it? I think he's just going to like sacrifice himself or something and he'll die. I don't know if he'll end up spreading it to anyone. Interesting. <clears throat> For one, it doesn't spread fast. So I don't even know how they'd make that like an interesting story unless they've like he's already given it to someone and it's about to start like affecting people. And he I mean, we assume that he hasn't really he's been trying to avoid touching people, at least with the grayscale part, so I really don't even know how they would, you know, really do some story with it spreading really. Right. Uh, but yeah, just a great scene. Daenerys throwing the fire on everybody, burning everybody, uh, coming out of the fire and then if you notice, there's like people all around the the uh, the building, the hut, yeah, the hut, and for some reason, the people in the back just bow. Also, I guess they just know. Yeah, the like, people behind like, the hutters, like, oh, there's probably everyone. Everyone else is bowing. Should we bow too? Oh, let's bow. We don't. Whoever's coming out of there, it's it's, it's bow worthy. So let's just, let's just bow. We don't want to be the people standing up. It's like when we go to a movie and we just clap, even if it was terrible. We just get other people to clap. Uh, and she has to. She needs to get, like, a flame-retardant suit or something for, like, yeah. when she burns something down. It has to come out all That's one powerful. of my, like, stupid gripes about the show is in the books, when it happens, um, her hair burns off, and they just, like, oh, well, we can't do that in the show because she wouldn't be pretty without hair. Well, shouldn't her hair be... I mean, her hair is part of her. Like, can't her hair be impervious to the fire just like her body is? Well, isn't hair just, like, dead skin or... It is dead skin, but... It doesn't have that magic anymore after it dies. I don't know. I can see that, but I could also see... I mean, she's surviving a fire, so... I mean, I could also see her skin surviving the fire. We're talking semantics here. Uh, so, yeah. Whatever. I don't need her to have to go bald every time. We ended that on a high note. It's not really a big deal to me. Uh, although it would be more, like... Probably more... Uh, surprising or something. I don't know. If she came out bald every time. Instead of with hair. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I had another point on that. but I can't think of it now. Oh! They showed, like, uh, Dario when he first... When he came in and saw her and he bowed, it was like... He had, he didn't see that her do that the first time. Jor, yeah. Like Jorah did. So Jorah's like, watch this. She's, she's about to do something real cool here. She's about to walk out of fire. Look at it. Look at it. And she's like, oh shit. I don't even know what he's... What is he saying to himself when he's like bowing down? He's like... It's like, oh shit. Don't let her set me on fire tonight. Now's your chance, J-Dog. <laughs> Hope she doesn't ask for us to have sex in a fire or something. <laughs> I don't know what he was like. He was doing a prayer or something. I don't know. He was just surprised though. Also, I don't get. I kind of get why they all, why they bow to her. But I mean, why do they bow to her? Well, Just, it's the perception. It's like we know yeah. what happened in the hut, but they don't know. All right. they saw is her going to a hut with a bunch of uh, what are they called? Uh, Carls. Too many. Was that also? I thought it was cows. Why are you pronouncing it Carl? I'm pretty sure it's Carls. That's how they say it in the show. Oh, they say cow. They go back and forth. Ugh, the show. 
I need the fine. I need the death. I'm glad the Dothraki hierarchy is gone because <laughs> I get confused with the Vest and the Doth and the Dash, Kaleen and the Khaleesi and the Kalish Bush Bush Bush. It's too much. I can't. It's racist. I can't pronounce all this stuff. So, but yeah, they come. They see her go in with the say it again because I forgot now that I went on a rant. The Carls. Yeah, they go in with the Carls. They most of them know that they're deciding her fate. She comes out, uh, uh, all they see, a fire engulfs the building, and then she comes out alive, and all of them are dead. My first instinct isn't to bow. It's like, all right, I'm getting out of here. She's dangerous. You see, you see, I got, you see, okay, so I walk in a, a mafia person's house with them, and you know they're about to decide whether they want to kill me. The whole thing engulfs in flames. I come out naked out of the fire. You don't bow to me no. at that point? Okay. I have, you, a, I have a personal rule where I never bow to you. <laughs> you are mistaken then. You don't know what kind of powers I have. You don't know if I control flames. What if we, I might set your house on fire the next day? Walk out of it naked. <laughs> Never know. Like he sets people on fire and he has to be naked at the same time. That's, that's twofold. He's it's gonna madness. he's gonna show me his naked body and then he's gonna set me on fire. <laughs> uh, but like we said, great episode. Any lasting thoughts, Zach? Predictions? No. Anything? Uh, Bring in Tormentor and team up and kill everybody. Well, I'm one of the weird things like Davos and Melisandre mm-hmm. and Brienne. Are they just gonna stay at the wall? Or are they gonna go with John? I don't know. Interesting. Cause it, I feel like yeah, they're, they're, they're kind of pointless to stay there. Yeah, I wasn't sure about that either. Like that whole group, I'm not sure what parts of that group is gonna stick together, separate all that stuff. You would assume Brienne, Sansa, and. Uh, Patrick and Snow are gonna stay together. I didn't even notice Patrick. Yeah, I don't know if they showed him at all. Uh, you assume they're he died on the way there. They just <laughs> <It's> like, whatever. <laughs> we'll leave my island. They'll talk about it later. Uh, do a flashback. They uh, you assume they will stay together. I don't. I'm not I mean, exactly I assume sure that they with Davos. Maybe Davos. No, Masan. No, because you know Masandre is gonna go with uh, John wherever John Snow goes because he's the prince that was promised. Yeah. And Davos really has no reason to stay at night to watch anything. He just follows Melisandre asking what happened to Shireen, and every time he gets um, interrupted. So he'll probably go with them too. I would hope that they keep that entire group together. Yeah, I, I do. I do too. Not as much Melisandre and Davos, but the rest of them. Let's not let's not split them up for a while. Let's we, have them actually be together for a good amount of time. Can we roll deep for a while? Uh, I would like that group to be like the beginning of like a collection group and they just collect brain and exactly and I was like, and like this is the biggest crew we've had in a while on this show everyone's yeah. like three or four people at most yeah. so they can just reform like that that's what the whole show should do everyone which you, you assume it's in I some mean, manner that, that's, what that's what I've said before so everyone maybe not everyone has to come to the exact same spot yeah. but everyone has to be like yeah. at least involved in the same final plot yeah, everyone at the beginning was together in their groups and then they got separated and dispersed people died people got separated and now they've got to come back together still been spreading apart but now they've started to come together so you hope eventually they'll all be coming back together in probably like three different four maybe yeah. groups um, Lannister group uh, Stark or Stark-esque Stark, group Stark-esque group and then Targaryen uh, Daenerys, maybe Greyjoy group. Greyjoy's thrown in one of those three somewhere. Then the Outliers. Yeah, then the Outliers. Littlefinger runner. Oh, we didn't even talk about Littlefinger. Yeah, that was a little, pretty Littlefingerish scene. I mean, nothing surprising really. First time he appeared this season. Yeah, and he 
I mean, from this, how he acted, we get the sense that he. I guess I don't know what he, he knew how he knew how Ramsey is, so I guess he should have expected him to abuse Sansa. Yeah, so. that's definitely a problem. Which still confuses me because I guess he doesn't like her as much as he likes her mom. I don't. It's like he liked, but he they've given us the sense that he cares about her in some weird way. Why would he just throw her to Bolton? It's weird because Ramsey? you get the feeling that he definitely really likes Sansa. Yeah, and there's no way he didn't know at least a little bit about Ramsey yeah. enough to. He might not know Ramsey's gonna rape her, but he knows she's she's gonna be tortured in some way. And she's gonna have a rough time of it. Yeah, and it's like I still don't get with that idea. I don't really know what his plan is. I mean, his whole thing with like having the veil fight Winterfell made just be bullshit. Because yeah. like I feel like most of the things he said at this point have just been. Well, he will want to take over Winterfell because it only helps his cause to have but, Winterfell. What is his cause though? To take over the world. I mean. No, he's literally said that exact thing. Not not take over the world, but he has said in a, in a word in other words, take over the world. What's well, like, his goal? He wants Westeros, but he doesn't want to be like on the throne. So who's who's his like person to be on the throne? Does he not want to be on the throne? Hell no. I thought that was Varys' thing that he doesn't want to be on the throne. They're both basically the same. Is like they want to feel like Littlefinger wants to be on the throne. No, he he knows that's like a dangerous position, and like you want to be the man behind the man. I'm telling you this knowing that's the fact. Okay, well, degree to disagree. Okay. Uh, but where were we going with that? Yeah, just the... I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what... I mean, obviously part of his plan was that so he could take Winterfell. But it seems like he could have did that with less of leaving Sansa there forever. Like, to just be tortured or whatever. Yeah. And I could see if he doesn't really care about her being abused him she's still alive and capable or whatever because he's a little figure but you would think there would be some you know checking in or something but well in the preview for next episode apparently he gets to talk to Sansa so we'll see oh okay I didn't actually watch the preview I need to watch that you do alright joining us next week